it's it's the okay thing, yeah. Oh, I was doing the triple threat for the oh. <laughs> John Cena. Yeah, I mean that's, well, that is a John Cena why, thing. That's why he does it. Yep, we figured we cracked the code. <laughs> He's just like his dad and peacekeeper. Peacemaker. <sighs> well, we're starting this one off really well. Uh, let me well. let me just let me just say. <laughs> Yeah, we just unveiled John Cena's heel gimmick. <laughs> All right, hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. We're a couple days late again this week. Blame Michael, he had a date, so we decided Better to get record. used to it. <laughs> oh, what, oh, is, oh is, is Tuesday night now going to be your date night? It might be, we'll find out. So now we're going to have to find a, a new night to record the podcast then. Uh, listen, great. listen, how many times have we changed the night that we've we recorded for the two of you well now we're trying to do it was this. sundays then it was mondays now, now, it was tuesdays now we're trying to this do is my turn motherfucker now we're trying my turn but now we're trying to do the twitch thing so i'm trying to have a consistent night so well, we need to have a consistent night now thursday is going to be the consistent night i'm fine with it actually thursday really honestly probably works the best because even when i'm out of town i'll at least be back on thursday so, exactly then i don't have to fucking do anything that, so i'm here for it let's just switch yeah, to thursday then that, call honestly, kevin do you think you can make thursdays work whatever <laughs> <laughs> all right so it is official now thursdays will be live and worldwide on twitch.tv forward slash gimmick minute so please join us like you can right now but obviously you can't hear me if you're listening to the podcast that you downloaded but you can join us next thursday when uh when, when we go on to twitch as always you can find out when we're going live by following us on twitter at live your gimmick that is the at symbol followed by l-i-v-y-o-u-r-g-i-m-m-i-c-k m-o-u-s-e there he is Hello, everybody. My name is Jason. I'm joined this week by both Kevin and Michael. We're here to talk a little bit of pro wrestling. Now, the last time we recorded was last Thursday, so that took place right before WWE SmackDown. And, man, SmackDown definitely hit. There wasn't like a – I mean, there was – it was a pretty good show to begin with, but, I mean, honestly, we can just fast forward right to the end and talk about talk about that. First, Roman coming out and cutting out cutting the promo that he cut. And the sea of booze, like, you know, when Roman came out a week before, before the Royal Rumble, I mean, he was getting cheers. Like the majority mm-hmm. of the crowd was behind him. Am I wrong? Yeah. He's been like super over the crowd. They like, they'll boo some of his stuff for the most part, but it's, it's been cheers though. For the most fart. Yeah. I think for the most part. <laughs> I mean, most fart. Yeah. That too. I mean, someone did have a sign at the rumble that said, uh, uh, the the tribal queef. Yeah, and he followed him around and got kicked out. Did you see that too? No. Yeah. He... You, you ever you ever sit there and think of like maybe like a uh, say for example SmackDown, especially like how many people like are just farting. <laughs> oh yeah, it's probably just Puda City in that in those stadiums. <laughs> Oh my! Anyway, all right. So, like some, I feel bad whoever has to clean the ceiling because that's, that's got to be just real shitty job. <laughs> so anyway, so you know, I don't even know where to go from here. But anyway, uh, so, you set that up yourself, Jason. I know, my bad. So, <laughs> so Roman, so Roman comes out. He, you know, basically see booze. He he cuts his promo that he cuts, and you know, I I love how he was like, well, I want to talk about Cody Rhodes, but you know, so and and then the mental manipulation. I kind of liked how the story followed. You know, them not being able to get a hold of Jay too. Like I thought that was. I thought that was well done the way that they the way that they approached. I wouldn't that. say it was well done. It seemed a little. 
a little like phoned in like the responses from from jimmy and uh and solo just seemed not well delivered well solo doesn't ever say much though so yeah but just like it it seemed like a youtube video that you and your friends made and you're just like reading a real (laughs) mediocre script it's like yeah man like you know how he is i just he'll, he'll show up i'm sure like oh, just my... felt very amateurish for okay, this okay. entire fucking cinema level like story we've been told for the past like year. Well, okay. my favorite was also just the again the changing of emotions of Roman of like basically like yelling at them like they were kids, mm-hmm. and then like, all right, I'm sorry. Here's here's some snacks for you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like go to the bus, relax. Like go to the, yeah, just, go to the bus, and and just and, and Sammy coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I honest to God, I did not sit there thinking like, "Oh, Sammy's gonna come out here anytime." Like, I just did I mean, not. I had expect a that. feeling he would. I, I feel like it'd either be he was gonna show up and attack Roman, or it was gonna be a situation where they were gonna like play it up at some point, claiming that he was like still healing from his his wounds or something. But I kind of like... and since they didn't do the the latter, I had to assume he was gonna come out. Yeah, I mean, and I like it too because like he, you know him like not having his music hit like because you know we're all expecting mm-hmm. like his Produce that pop yeah yeah his music coming back so um no i it was it was very well done like again another pop with him and the attack but but what, what else was great about it was like roman was like no i'm not destroying you because i want you you know at 100 percent and and i love how when he berated him in the corner, like he didn't go grab a mic, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it was straight up, just it, it, it was straight up, like it was almost like real raw emotion to him. Yeah, and so and the nice thing and the cool thing about how they did that too is that when you know with him having that hoodie on pulled over his head, at first you you weren't really sure could it have been Sammy, could it have been Jay, because you never know like what Jay's doing either. And, and there was a loud reaction when he initially attacked Roman, but when he took the hoodie off, man, that reaction went to a whole different decibel level. Yeah. You know, like, it was it was great the way that the crowd reacted to that. It was perfect. And when he hit that spear, holy shit, he, Sami Zayn might have the best spear in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was very very crisp. <laughs> yes yes very crisp it was good um but yeah i mean but then it... monday <laughs> what about monday what was your problem with monday you, you didn't like the thing monday oh no 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 then monday everything got emotions of us oh, wrestling right, fans. right yeah yeah got exactly. turned around exactly well, i think and... the, i think the thing i didn't like about monday is just the fact that it kind of solidifies what's going to happen at elimination chamber which kind of hurts not yeah, if I, not if my scenario plays out from last week though. Yeah, but I feel like your scenario is a very much so like pipe dream scenario. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's be real but, here. But see, but see now it, it's just so like you know the reports of and like if they're all true or not. But like the, the original report is that if the Rock was going to be there, that they were going to create a separate title for Night One for Cody to win. Mm-hmm. And not have anything to do with Roman. And now, like, they completely just, like, pivoted to this match. And, boy, I tell you what, though. Like, it's just, it, it, it between the two shows, like, me, honestly, like, yeah, there's some other good stuff happening and stuff. But, like, if 
between Bloodline, Sammy, Cody, like, just give me that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and and I had a feeling Heyman was going to go a different direction, but, like, man. Like, oh, yeah, the he, line about, like, you were his favorite son, but Rowan was the son he always wanted. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck, yeah. man. Yeah. But yeah. but Cody man, Cody was fucking. That's, that's some of the best. Yeah. That was some of the best work. Like as was some of the best work he's done. It wasn't all like, hey, kissing babies, Cody lately. Like it, it showed mm-hmm. a different side of him. So yeah, he actually showed some emotion versus showing yeah. that he's just Homelander in disguise. Yeah, and, and Cody so, and Cody really, I think, got to Paul too. Like Paul didn't expect that. Like I was actually, mm-hmm. uh, I had it on. Uh, up in the bedroom with with Katie while we were like I was trying to help her like get ready for bed and stuff like that because you know and you're just like why the f-? she was like why the fuck you crying so hard well no she was she was watching <laughs> it and she was like well is that real I was like yeah I was like I, that story is you know from all accounts like you know I, I feel like it's it's real like I, I I feel like I've heard something along those lines before and then she you know and then she was like well I don't know like is that really really it seems real. I was like, well, Paul's reaction well, it, seemed pretty real. It, it goes back to WCW because Dusty was the booker when Paul first came in and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he had those deep ties with Dusty then. Dusty took care of him, you know, whereas Paul, you know, like hated a lot of people obviously in like WCW, but like Dusty was like the one factor, like, you know what I mean? Like that's, and then Paul returned the favor. And then, so just like, I'll say one thing is that like the Sammy story is still very interesting. It's still intriguing. It's still like, oh my god, what the fuck's gonna happen? But I tell you what, if if, if they didn't sell people on the main event of WrestleMania, I, I don't know what you know. What I mean, like, yeah, oh yeah, that that that's a match you want to see. And that's why I think that it kind of solidifies the end of Elimination Chamber because it it really does feel like they're trying to build something to make that match with Roman special against uh, Cody. So it's not just, oh, he's the Royal Rumble winner. Generic story. It's, it's trying to make it more personal so people get behind it. So that way when they inevitably don't put it, the title on Sammy, I, it, it's less of a blow. They And they did, like, Cody at first kind of, like, did a good job of saying, like, well, it could be Sammy Zayn. Yeah. But then, but I agree with Mike, though, like, it he got it got so emotional with Paul that mm-hmm. like he just he just forgot about that and that he, you know almost almost maybe almost like I guess if you want to think of it like this like Cody's coming across like like I want Roman to win yeah he's like listen Sammy's great but I want to beat Roman is like yeah, yeah especially now mm-hmm. yeah I, I and, 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 and without 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 Roman even being involved yet with banter with Cody too yeah. so you know what mm-hmm. I mean so. What if, this is a big what, Bloodline tries to get involved at Elimination Chamber and Cody shows up and starts fighting them off? Yeah. And, for, and, and helps Sammy win by the, in, that, in that sense. I, st- I still think Sammy and KO are going to face the Usos at WrestleMania. I hate that. I, I still think that's what they're going to do. Especially considering they're doing this thing where Jay is like, I'm done, bro. Yeah. Which I feel like they only had to do like this him not responding to write him off tv well, because or, they're not allowed or, in canada or or, or or if they're gonna face jay and, well, and solo well, J- like, but the 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 usos have to defend the the titles on smackdown yeah i heard this that week. they might be 
I heard well, it might they, be they, solo. Live shows, they've been testing out solo and, and Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it'd be just, interesting. Just because, just because of wanting to keep – I mean, they're probably going to keep Jay off until after Chamber, and then obviously Jimmy's not going to be able to go to Chamber. Yeah. Well, they, they were either. able to get a special exemption for Jay last time that they went. Um, so there's a possibility that Jay could be there because he was in Canada last time. Like, he showed up, and it was a big surprise to everybody. Um, so they could do which, that which, again. Which, which could be – yeah, because that would be another That would be a game. hell of a surprise, yeah, especially yeah. if he doesn't show up before then. Jimmy, on the other hand, I don't think – because his, his last DUI was so recent. I feel like because Jay's has been – uh, it's been a while since Jay's been any in any type of trouble. I think maybe they they have an easier time getting a, a special exemption for him, whereas whereas Jimmy, it's it's a lot more fresh. So that that might be why that they can get you know special treatment for one but not the other. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see what what happens, man. I, I mean, the way this is going to play out, none of us really know. I mean, we can speculate all we want, but I mean, so far it hasn't disappointed. So. I'm excited I mean, for they basically way. they basically have two they have two main event programs going on right now. Yeah, they do, they do, and 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 they're both you know they both have kind of their own. The, this bloodline storyline is is basically a three year storyline, and and you know the Sami Zayn portion of it has been you know the better part of a year really that that he's been involved in and kind of making this thing go you know kind of propel to what it has been and. It's just, man, it's just like layer on top of layer on top of layer on top of layer. And the Cody thing, that has its own kind of back history. And, you know, they're, they're trying to make it the family thing. You know, the the the, royal, the wrestling royal families, you know, that, that, that kind of come into fruition with this main event match. And, you know, they could add Sammy to it and be a triple threat. I don't, I think that would be a mistake, though. Um, yeah. Bad idea because Sammy yeah. would have to, Sammy or Roman would have to win at that yeah. point. I mean, whoever's going to beat Sammy is going to have nuclear heat. And if Cody were to win, I feel like that would just instantly turn the fans against. Him. I see. I don't know, man, because like Cody almost has his own, like fans are excited either way. It's, it's not like a situation where they, you know, we have to have Sammy. Like, I think people are going to be okay with it either way, because while you, on the one hand, you have this great story and everybody pulling for Sammy, on the other hand, you have Cody setting records at the merch stands and people going crazy for him and, and excited for him, well, too. So it's like there's it, there's two sides of the It depends coin. on how they do it, though. Like well, I said, that, like, yeah. you, you, no matter how popular you are, if you don't execute this just right, you're risking having the fans turn on. Because Seth Rollins is in the same situation when he was going for Brock Lesnar. He was the, the fucking hottest thing in the company. And literally a month later, the fans didn't give a fuck about him. They were against him. Well, and that, that part of that though was because they wasted it because they had nothing to do. They they kind of had that AEW syndrome where they just had nothing to do with Seth after he won. Well, that and also it led into the stuff of the fiend, which then oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that killed that. Yeah, that's and because it. they did that, everyone turned on Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, and I, so I just I think that's. Like I'll, I'll like if I'm gonna do like my prediction, I still think it's gonna be KO and Sammy, because there's gonna be something there along the lines of Usos, and I think the step towards of it being a main focus of of Cody and Roman was started on Monday. Like I don't I don't feel like they would have got that personal like that. Yeah, they would you would do they, that if promo they, if it wasn't setting up Roman versus Cody at Mania. I will yeah. I will say this though I I trust. 
Triple H and their creative team to 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 do something right by the fans and to and to put basically to to make this play out the way it needs to play out. If if, if anybody else was running the creative team right now, I might not trust it, but I have uh, all the faith in the world that this is going to be an exciting thing that happens, and I think we're going to enjoy this ride one way or the other. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, if, if Sammy loses at Chamber and it is just Cody versus Roman, Cody's safe because yeah. no one's going to turn on because of that. There, it's just if it's a situation where, like, the options are Cody or Sammy <laughs> in that moment, that's when you're running into issues. It, it It's going gonna, it's gonna to come out, like, I think it's going to come out to where, like, Sammy's still big and Cody's even that much more bigger after mm-hmm. Chamber to where, like, you know – even with Sammy losing, you're you're still gonna feel good. And Sammy, Sammy could win just by DQ. Like I and you know I feel like I feel like one way or the other, Sammy is gonna he's gonna leave Montreal like stretched out. Like I feel like that's the way that that needs to end. And you know the crowd is gonna. I mean it's gonna be nuclear in there for Roman because mm-hmm. it's his hometown, and I, I think that's what they want. Is that is yeah? That it seems like they're trying to set up to truly make he, uh, Roman that heel. That oh my god, what it, he's it, supposed it, to be. Is Roman going to put Sammy in the sharpshooter? <laughs> that would be incredible. If he puts him in the sharpshooter and then Vince comes out and rings the bell. <laughs> wow, that would be that would be uh, that would be interesting. He's like, "That's my boy, goddammit. I told you he was great six years ago." I mean, it's it, it is pretty amazing that you know you, you hear like um, I, I hear sometimes like uh, Tony Giovanni talking about how. Jim Crockett promotions like killed towns by like terrible finishes. You would think that the WWE would not be able to draw a dime in Montreal, but they still pack the arenas when they're there. It's just you know for the longest time people still came to the shows, but they just took over the the show but by it, chanting it, "You screwed Brett" and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it's it's honestly like it's such an underrated hot like wrestling town. Yeah, like honestly, you think about it, like. So many, like, I mean, just think all the times Hogan's been back there, all the ovations he's gotten, like, the the no way out after the year with him and Rock, you know, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Montreal is, Montreal is a, uh, a pretty, uh, it's one of the best, like, wrestling towns. Definitely in Canada, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Monday Night Raw, aside from that, the Cody and Paul Heyman segment, there's a couple of big, like, women's matches. There's the Fatal 4-Way for the Elimination Chamber spot, which I thought was pretty well done. You got the returning Carmella, you got Piper Nevin, uh, Zelina Vega, and Nikki Cross. One of my favorite spots in that entire thing, and it was so beautifully done, um, Carmella had both Nikki and Zelina on the ground, and they and she tried to pin them both like at separate times. And then all three of them kind of were, were laying, and they all sat up at the same time. And Piper came through with that cross-body spot, and then just squashed all three of them at the same time. I, it was so beautifully done, though. The timing of it was so perfect that it, it stood out to me. I thought it was great. And then uh, we got the we finally got the Bailey and and um, and uh, Becky Lynch cage match that was supposed to happen at Raw thirty, you know and and honestly like, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where the um, it's it's one of those things where you know okay so Raw thirty maybe the show was was overbooked so they they pivoted and they went a different direction but it's not like they abandoned the match they they waited until they had time to do it 
You know what I mean? I mean, because th- they they you know probably I mean, felt obligated at that point because certain people were so pissed off that it was wasn't a part of it. Yeah, and, and the end of the day, the, the finish of it with, with Lita, it's it's just it's just going to set up a uh, six six person tag with uh, Trish coming out. Yeah, which really uh, in Montreal. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So Becky, Lita, and Trish versus Damage Control then. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Which, um, I don't not, need not that. too excited for that. But it's mania season, so it's expected that you're gonna have some nostalgia acts coming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, but I mean I thought the match up until the to the end was still a good match. I think it was fun, it was very back and forth. I mean, Bailey, you know, playing to the crowd and you know, getting getting her heat and then, you know, Becky kind of taking a beating, making a comeback, stuff like that. It was it was just a fun match. But I mean, it, and it was nice that they main evented it, and then you get the you get the Lita thing, and that was a big pop from the crowd too. So that was that was pretty cool. And then Brock coming out, that was dude Brock's promo. Oh my god! So someone needs to. T- I, I got the gist of it. Apparently, he said that he thinks about Bobby uh, Lashley while he no, fucks his wife no, or something. No, no, no. So he goes, he goes, <laughs> he he basically was like talking about how all he could think of is Bobby Lashley. He goes. I, I, you know, I went to to cook. I went hunting, and all I could think about was Bobby Lashley. I, I was trying to cook up some steaks, and all I could think about was Bobby Lashley. I got in bed with my wife, and well, four to five hours later, all I could think of was Bobby Lashley. <laughs> four to five hours later. Four okay, to five Brock. hours later. Okay. Well, he, well, he didn't. He almost paused, like he was going to say stable or something. He did pause, like I. I think his pause was more because he was going to say, like, I got in bed with my wife and all I think about is Bobby Lashley. But he paused for yeah. a second and then he hit, it, so hit us with the four to five hours later. He's like, well, I want him to think that, you know, I was thinking about you while I was fucking my wife. Right. Uh, it was yeah. after. Yeah. So, it yeah. Was... OK. OK, Brock, four to five hours later. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless he's popping a blue chew every fucking 10, 15 minutes. Goes through an entire bottle a night, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was it was pretty good though, but it was fun. Um, man, I, I I'm surprised this match is happening at Elimination Chamber then, because I I doubt that it's going to happen at Mania if it's Elimination well, Chamber. So that what well, that's there was Gunther? something I heard that there was a rumor for yeah I think I think there was Gunther versus Brock, Brock was the the rumor I heard for Mania. Yeah, and him putting Gunther over. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. good for Gunther. I mean, that's a big fucking deal to beat Brock Lesnar at Mania. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. I, I agree with you, Michael. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I do. Sorry. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna I'm boring. Gonna, not only the audio only fans. I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust you guys. I'm gonna trust you guys for a minute because I'm gonna have to go run upstairs. So if you guys want to continue to talk about this, or if you want to talk about something else, you can. I'm I'm, I'm trusting you guys not to get us canceled. So I'll be right back here in a couple seconds. Maybe not canceled. Probably banned from Twitch though. <laughs> oh, oh man! Welcome oh. to the Two Dudes One Podcast. Yeah, get that fucker out of here. Yeah, who needs <laughs> that fucking chode? Oh man. Uh, man! Why? Why? Why is it? Why? Why is Jason love Vince McMahon's balls so Dude, much? Dude, right? Like I've never met a Vince McMahon mark as big as Jason. I don't get it. No, I mean, look. I'm sorry. I understand Vince McMahon's done quite a bit, yeah. you know, for a business, obviously. But the dude's scum. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, that, that's there's a lot of people who are like in their industry that have done a lot, but it doesn't mean that like they didn't jump the shark at some point and then start going the opposite direction. Like, yeah, I, yeah, man, like he just, you know, and, and, and also like with like AEW, like, God, he hates AEW so bad. He like, does, which I don't, I mean, don't get me wrong, they haven't been doing great lately, but that's just no, like, they haven't. All of their major stars have been injured, and when they've come back, they haven't really done anything of merit, and then their biggest star, caused a bunch of drama and is out with a, an injury although did you hear about we'll talk about cm punk since jason's out there yeah, well, yeah, yeah. so i i guess like the door is open for him to yeah. come back allegedly there's talks of him returning in a couple months when he gets uh cleared to like for his injury and i'm just like it's a work i fucking knew it it was probably yeah. a, a work a shoot but they turned it into a work and made a bigger deal than it was i'm i'm sure there was like some like upset you know, but um, I mean, hey, I mean, if they can get it worked out, like, but unless he's going up against like the Bucks and Omega, Bucks I don't got, know what they're gonna do with him because you, I don't think you can bring him back as a baby face. I mean, honestly, that's what they gotta do. Like, I, I mean, I know they just did a best of seven, but you imagine a best of seven, like Elite versus FTR and Punk. Oh my god, that'd be incredible if Punk would not get injured after the first match. I mean, but like honestly, like that would be the perfect thing for him. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, kind of like Omega. I mean, Omega's like, I mean, he's like definitely one hundred percent now. But like to protect him, yeah. You know what I mean, so, like, he, he, like he's not in the match all the time, wearing his body down. Like, it's, yeah. It's, you know. So I mean, I hope so. I hope they. I hope something like I that just happens. can't wait until he does come back so I can look Jason in his stupid face and say, I told you so. Uh, you Vince McMahon, Mark. Right? <laughs> and the, the best part is now that Triple H is in charge, he like acts like, oh yeah, Vince McMahon was a cancer of the business and you know, it's Triple H is so much better at his job than he is and it's like, <laughs> come right. the fuck on, you fair weather fan piece of shit. I don't know. Hi there. Hey Jason. So, uh, shit, what happened? Oh, <laughs> uh, just talking Nothing. about things and stuff. No, we're talking about uh, CM Punk since you yeah. were off the air. We figured we'd talk about yeah. him. You're talking about CM Punk, huh? Yeah, we were well, talking about I... how the door's open for him to come back here in a couple months once his uh, biceps done healing. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. And, and how and... like how awesome it would be if like he and FTR were a trio's tag, and we got some like yeah no. Basically, I know they just did a best of seven, but what if they did a best of seven with them in the elite? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I could it, sit through another best of seven. <laughs> yeah, don't be wrong. I don't want a best of seven. Maybe best of three, potentially yeah, best of yeah, five, maybe, but maybe seven's like, too yeah. much. Yeah, maybe like a trilogy or something like that. Like, but like, but it'd be best. Couldn't even fit. survive seven matches, let alone. Right, but but that'd be like best for Punk too, like to kind of yeah. get his win back. Like, yeah. okay, being a trios. So, so we got two people viewing right now. So if you guys. Um, Please let me know if they said anything else other than <laughs> what they're talking about right now. Just put it. Snitches put get it the, stitches. Just put it in the chat. Anyway, yeah. um, all right. Yeah. So where were we? What were we discussing before I had to? I got pulled away. Um, we were discussing. I don't remember what we were discussing before we got pulled away because we finished um, our statements and then you sat there in silence and it was awkward how and you walked how off. How you were? How you were a Vince McMahon, Mark? Oh uh, wait, that was <laughs> that was after. 
Didn't I say a little bit ago that I don't I I only trust Triple H to like finish off these storylines? Well, yeah, and that's why I, where you walked back in was when we were saying you were a fair weather fan piece of shit because you jumped <laughs> ship from being Vincent Man has been great for the industry to being like no Triple H is God. No, that's and that that's uh, that is a way oversimplification of anything no, that I've ever said. I mean, it's yeah, simplification, but it's still true. You were always a Vince McMahon like I'm apologist. Sure. I've always said that but, I appreciate what Vince McMahon has done for the wrestling industry as a when whole. When everybody was wishing that he'd go away so Triple H could take over, your response was, do you really think it's going to get any better? That man has done great things for the industry. I don't think that's he's exactly a brilliant what I said. It might exactly, but that was pretty fucking close to what you said. Well, I, I mean, honestly, though, there was a lot of unanswered <laughs> questions. I mean, we didn't know how things would necessarily run. Like, Triple H was able to do some really good things with NXT, but that's a smaller-scale audience, so would that translate over? And so far, it has, and he's done some really but, great things with the main but roster. But what he did with NXT wasn't anything to do with the developmental part. It was with the storytelling, which is right. what which better, the main roster was, storytelling. was feeling it. Right. Yeah. And, listen, listen, Jason. I'm not going to lie to you. So, Michael, AW. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't get the reference. No. <laughs> Oh, man. oh god uh anyway all right well we can talk about AEW. let's let's move on uh dynamite was um was last night it was okay it was a decent show i what did you guys say to mjf's promo oh my god they no the the <laughs> the state of new jersey in that area got 300 phone calls from police reporting mjf did you hear about this? Are, mm-hmm. No. Are you serious? Did you hear the? It, it was. It was. No. It was a legit thing, and uh, a policeman came out. I, I think it's legit. I mean, it could be. Who knows? Everything. Oh, uh, was it because of the thing he said about? Yeah, about driving, about driving, the, yeah, driving drunk and everything. So they got phone calls, and then the policeman like kind of like investigated and said like, you know, we'll look into it, but I'm pretty sure it's just like part of the uh, wrestling storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure it was people just who hate fucking MJF and just did it. So dumb, dumb marks. It was, um, man. It was that 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 was. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I I, I thought the, I thought the uh, the insinuating of a BJ was a little much to throw into the story. Like that was just. Everyone loves a good BJ. But yeah. it just—I don't know, man. Like, Especially when you're driving drunk. Yeah. I, 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 it's just like <laughs> nothing um, feels great about being distracted while driving than being more distracted while driving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't say what uh, in there, but uh, what I'm saying I, is I, that I love, I, love, I love how I love, I love no, I love how he used the name Liv too, because he's like great friends with Liv Morgan. Right, and there's a picture that circulated around of him and Liv Morgan, and Liv Morgan is also from Jersey, so. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, there's probably a good chance that yeah, she was uh, she was she was munched on some scarf. Mm. Munching on some scarf. That's <laughs> it's the t- title of your show. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> also, a new shirt at tpublic.com. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say uh, choking on the old BBB, but. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway. Oh. But yeah, I well, mean, let's let's that was that was something. But like, I tell you what, like his match he had though. Uh, aside from the blatant ref handing the blade, yeah, to yeah, to what's his name, like and like the AEW 
production blatantly like zooming in on him getting the blade and cutting his arm and like literally giving it well, back to the ref. They did that with Moxley the week before too in his match with Hangman. Like that's that, what somebody said. They're like, my God, like their production, like yeah. this keeps happening. Like, but it, it sucked because like it was like like MJF like shows him fucking good shit in that match. Like yeah. that flip he did off the top rope and landed on his feet. Like, yeah. like he can wrestle. And but yeah, I don't know. He's but uh, he's been. I I just it was just crazy to me that he's been world champion. They said now for like two months, and that's the first time he's been in the ring wrestling since he won the championship. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean that's because they're doing this generic bullshit where it's like you have to go through the the the, the tree of of right. enemies to get to it. And last so. and last night was last night, and I gotta say it did end with a banger because that match between Brian and Roosh was fucking fantastic. Now I've been. Like, a lot of people online, you know, uh, Roosh is huge with the internet wrestling community. Like, people fucking love this guy. And I, personally, have not really got it. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not like... Um, I've never heard of him until... Yeah. AEW. I, I hadn't... I haven't. <laughs> I hadn't either, but he just... You know, people just love the guy, and and uh, there there somebody had highlighted a match, and I commented on it because they were like, "Oh, Roosh is so good here," and he's basically just fucking no selling everything, and it was just like, uh. But in that match with Brian, at the point where he did that with the like no selling chops, what I loved about it is Brian looked really weak. Like Brian was mm-hmm. pulling back on everything, like he just didn't have enough left. To, mm-hmm. to be able to, to connect on it. And at the point in the match that they were at and how long they had gone and how, you know, bloodied and sweatied and everything that they both were, it just it just worked so perfectly. And, you know, they, they just both brought it. It was the absolute – I mean, it was it was yeah, outside one of the best matches I've seen in a long time. Yeah. I mean, if you take away – if you don't, like, pay attention to, like – the production like camera cuts and stuff like yeah. last night they, they had some good matches like the trios yeah. match was good the reversal from the one winged angel like that's like i don't think I've, I've really ever seen that yeah um but then like even the tag title match what a fucking shock that was yeah it was that like, was an people, interesting choice yeah people hated weird it. hated it i think everybody was expecting like billy to turn but then he didn't and I then... feel like that would have been a better better way to, to justify it because I feel like the ass boys just haven't done anything of merit to to make yeah. it like believable. Yeah. But but up until this point, like they've just been like a comedy. Like they they've Yeah, they've gone, been jobbers. They, yeah, and they've gone a year and a half like sitting in the crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean and then all they got a win over FTR though. I mean they lately <laughs> they've been picking up some more wins, but but mostly they've been in like ROH and, and on like you know, dark and, dark and things like that. So, you know, and, but they've had this storyline kind of in the back end with, with the acclaim the entire time. And, and they did say, like, I thought they did it pretty nice with, with Billy coming in and, and helping up Bowens. Like it made it look like he was teeing up, mm-hmm. you know, teeing up Colton to hit, hit Bowens, which, you know, which, which inevitably that didn't happen, but yeah, then he caught the fucking title. It was Austin that did that. Yeah. Then he, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then he caught it. And then, and then Colton is the one who hit Billy, which Colton, like he looks like Billy from like 25 years ago. Like he's like Mm -hmm. almost like a dead ringer for his dad. It's kind of scary, but, um, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was definitely an interesting choice. Like, I get it because, like, I feel like it, it, it gets some heat. And, you know, it's almost like you're kind of surprised because the acclaim is so over and you want to send, like, a crowd home happy. But that mm-hmm. crowd also has to th- sit through Rampage, too. So something on Rampage will happen to, to send them yeah. home happy. You know what I mean? Where you get the storytelling on Dynamite where the viewing audience is like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on here? But... I think it's just more of a matter of like... And I I will say, like, you you do have to be careful with the acclaimed because their act is only going to stay exciting and fun for so long. It'll eventually grow old. Um, Then again, with the AEW crowd, it's hard to tell because they still fucking love Orange Cassidy. (laughs) That's true. And that gimmick's been old for fucking years, so... No, but the thing is with Orange, though, he's evolved the gimmick. He's not... He's not just doing the the shin kicks and and stuff like that anymore. Like he's having actual actual matches in the ring. He's choosing opponents to face him for the All Atlantic Championship. I I don't mind what Orange Cassidy's doing now. Now he still has the lazy like thumbs up mm-hmm. and you know the the less talking and and things like that. Like um, but he has evolved the character a, enough since being a part of AEW to to kind of stay relevant. Like I'll, I'll give that to him. Like he's, he's done an okay job of doing that. And I feel like jungle boys at that point too, because they're very at, they're very adamant about calling him jungle boy, Jack Perry, like Jack Mm -hmm. Perry is becoming the, the name now that he's getting called more often than jungle boy. So I feel like that he's slowly transitioning away from that character into just being Jack Perry. And that's going to have to change the music and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, he's called I, jungle boy, Jack Perry. Like, I yeah, I mean, it still works. I, I don't know about I mean, jungle boy. Still yeah, I guess, I guess like you still a little, refer to the, little demeaning, but you, you still refer to the Shawn Michaels as the heartbreak kid. And he's yeah, 90 years old. True. So, I mean, he's um, 90 years old. Um, I, I will say this, though. I, uh, speaking about Jungle Boy, so Luchasaurus is obviously out with an injury. Apparently, the company that made his mask is suing AEW. Yeah, I wonder if that has. A, I wonder if that has to do with why Fight for the Fallen keeps getting delayed too. Because it's, maybe because uh, basically what it is is uh, the they don't have a licensing agreement with the guy who makes the mask and the guy Mm -hmm. that makes the mask owns the license for it. And he has told them specifically not to put the mask on merchandise and they keep doing it. And he's like, well, (laughs) fuck you guys. (laughs) He's like, fine then I want my cut then. Right. Which I don't blame him. I mean, (laughs) yeah, but I mean, that's not like Tony Khan with his like, I'll fucking just shit money wherever I want. Well, why didn't you just fucking shit money in that dude's lap to make it like, so you could use this. Yeah. And he's offered to do a licensing agreement with them and they haven't responded to him. And they're just like doing what they want. Apparently he probably got some advice from somebody like, well, he just makes gear and he purchased that gear. So he has no right to, to it or some bullshit. No, because he works for a studio for the mask. Like it's like mm-hmm. a it's it's similar to like how Bray Wyatt got his fiend mask. It's not the yeah. same guy, but you know a similar yeah. type situation. But you know WWE licensed the the mask where AEW has not. So mm-hmm. and they've made multiple action figures and they've made T shirts right. replicas of that mask probably like yeah. And they apparently even he even made a different mask that they haven't even used yet. 
that you know and it's the same thing like the black mask the green Mm -hmm. one and this new mask like they don't have a licensing agreement for any of the three of them so which is wild that he would have made a new mask for them when he's like well fuck you guys give me money well he's making it for luchasaurus though because i think there's a relationship there because he's he's Mm -hmm. been making his masks before he was even in AEW. yeah because he's been luchasaurus before AEW. right yeah so it's you know it's just more and and that's kind of the you know WWE takes some flack sometimes by by owning the intellectual property or wanting to own the intellectual property and changing names when people come in. But this is, I think, part of the reason why they do that and they change things up is because, well, you know, we don't want to pay somebody else when we can do it ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I get it. I, I get to an extent, but there comes a point where you, you do need to pay someone else. To, yeah. to elevate it versus just assuming you can do better it's just the it's just the downside of bringing in people that already have their gimmicks and already have mm-hmm. their you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. just it's the draw like that of, that's of that. a simple fix they could have commissioned a specialty like mask for him when he joined AEW if it was really a problem like yeah i, I just think that they oversighted it and didn't care and mm-hmm. they don't care now obviously because it's like you know, this guy's suing you, just just work something out with him. But honestly, yeah. they, they keep saying that there's problems with Fight for the Fallen, but I think, honestly, that's probably the biggest thing because if Luchasaurus is in that game, then that's going to cause a problem, you know, for this licensing deal because that mm-hmm. mask will be represented in the game, you know, unless they and, just, and, unless uh, they just blur out his face. <laughs> didn't Randy's tattoo artist win his lawsuit against 2K? He did, yes. So, like, there's already a, a, a yeah. you know... Yeah. An established line in the sand, and I feel like a mask is a lot more of a like licensable thing than a tattoo is. Right. Yeah. So yeah, there there is already that that precedent set, so that's gonna make that court case even stronger for for this guy. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Um, I'm trying to think what else with AEW. Man, Jamie Hayter, that the whole storyline with her and Britt Baker, and I, I guess, and and what do you think of the Page World Order? Like Page and Tony Storm are basically recreating the NWO. They're even spray painting <laughs> people now. I saw that they spray painting them green. Yeah, and well, like, what L? Yeah, they're printing, they're painting green L's on them because they're yeah, just, Oh, I thought. See, I thought it made more sense if they were like just saying that because. They were in WWE, so they're seasoned, and all these other people were just green. Oh, maybe that's it, yeah. That would have been a oh, way yeah. better explanation than just, I, like, they're I jealous. I don't really know what the explanation is, but they're just painting oh. with, yeah, I just Yeah, because when I saw the green spray paint, I'm like, oh, I yeah. get it, like, because y'all are just a bunch of indie stars compared to us, kind of like That I, makes I, sense I, the storyline. And I dig it, too. Like, I, I like them being heels. It's not just another, like, oh, here's another couple of WWE people are in. Yeah, who come they, in and become the top well, stars of the company stars instantly? And, yeah, but like our whole lovey dovey baby faces and this and that, but like they're like we're here and we're you know, we wanna take over type thing. And, so and let's let's I be mean, let's be honest for a second. Paige yeah. is a fucking heel. Like she's always oh, yeah. been a heel. Like she, her personality oh, yeah. is heel. And and she got over as a baby face in WWE, but honestly her natural position is a heel. Like she just she likes to dig in and poke at people and she doesn't like people for the most part so uh, i <laughs> i see your face <laughs> you looked at me and i said don't do it don't do I, it i i, I, I just i got you looked at me bad, and i was like don't do it yeah bad neck 
this. You know, oh God. Anyway, so yeah, I, I it just it just seems to fit her better, and Tony Storm is to seem to adapt to it pretty well too so it is interesting kind of what they're doing but then who's next like you got to figure there's got to be a third woman right like this is the nwo storyline mercedes done. is it mercedes or is it who is it i don't know uh, who, uh, who else is who's, wrestling. who's already on the AEW roster that that you from wb yeah is there anybody else that's ruby not, soho uh, yeah but but ruby i don't yeah. think ruby would make that impact though yeah no no um it'd be better if they brought another woman in and then it was her, uh, like her and tony and then Paige ended up being the hulk hogan oh but... what was the woman who had all the drama in impact wrestling that then WWE was just like we don't oh M- M- mickey james no no what are you talking about uh tessa blanchard T- T- yes yeah oh, her. Tessa, oh tessa blanchard okay oh ah, yeah that could work that'd get all the indie marks fucking riled up yeah yeah, that could work. That could work. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what else they do. But she was not Tessa Blanchard though wasn't a, wasn't a big WWE name though. So like, no, she, but she was she's a big person who was like a heel in another company still that yeah. would be known enough that that crowd's gonna know who it is. I just don't know if she fits that narrative of of coming. Yeah, she's from, no Hulk Hogan. She's not like... coming, but she's not coming from the big company. Like, cause you know the whole thing with with Paige and and uh tony is that they're they're from the big company like the big leagues i know I, I would, you I would... know who the biggest third other woman there would be naya you got it <laughs> <laughs> why could you emphasize biggest <laughs> hey she's not like most girls you're right she's <laughs> she's crazy. so um could uh, you imagine the amount of heat? No, actually, Tony, you, know, you know who Tony Khan hired her, and she was the third member of the PWO. What, yeah. what if it? What if, if it? Come... What if it was Mandy? Ooh, that's good. Mandy would work. Man, Mandy would definitely work, especially that toxic attraction Mandy, like that heel Mandy. That would be a and perfect she's, fit and she's for sponsored. That. She's got the OF logo on her on her tights. <laughs> she's on something else fan time, fan yeah, time, fan time. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's classier did you jump on her free when she went for uh the free no i forgot you'd mentioned it to me and i was completely was like oh that's cool yeah free, free month um yeah, the only problem with that is like I'm sure, I guarantee you, it's like one of those things where you have to put your credit card in, and then if yeah, you, so oh, they yeah. charge you the second the month's you. over. That's another reason <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. that seems like a bad idea. Um, yeah. You forget about it. Yeah. I, I think it's like, I, why eight, is there this eight, eight, $80 eight, eight, charge? Eight, yeah. eight months, $45 a month later. <laughs> Speaking of Mandy, so I, I've, I've listened to two interviews with her since she's um, – since she's left WWE and, and in all of them, she basically said she had no, she had an, she had an idea it was coming when she was asked to drop the title to Roxanne Perez, but mm-hmm. she didn't really, she didn't really know and was kind of blindsided by it, but then was like, eh, it's okay. I got this other revenue stream. I'm not really worried about it because she has a couple different revenue streams. She has her own makeup line. She has the Demandy's donuts with Sonya Deville. And then she, mm-hmm. you know, she obviously has her fan time thing. But the one thing though, like that kind of like trips me out. Like, I think, I think it was one of those things where she didn't, I think she eventually knew this was going to be a problem. I think like in the back of her mind, she knew, but because 
she didn't advertise it. So it was like a link that she had like in her like Twitter bio or, or her Instagram bio or something like that. So unless like somebody was curious and clicked on the link, they would have no idea about it. But I'm sure like word of mouth, you know, obviously in websites that like start posting the pictures, like then people find out about it. And then well, obviously allegedly the, P- the powers to be had no idea until someone leaked her stuff on Twitter. I'm like, there's no way you're going to tell me all of these fucking aging dudes aren't sitting back there fucking knowing what's going on. Like, but yeah, unless, okay. they, unless they click the link, then they probably didn't. I guarantee they do. So, I mean, it, you know, and, and, you know, the whole thing about, I guess Shawn Michaels has come out and said that, look, look, I didn't get Mandy fired. Like I, Mandy's good for NXT. I want Mandy mm-hmm. here. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, I, yeah Sean Callen said that like, the only thing he did is he took the title offer. Beyond that, he had no control over like if she got fired or not. Right. Which I believe because yeah, Shawn Michaels yeah. has not got any real power down there. He's just running the show. Exactly. Yeah. They basically they basically said, "Hey, switch the title tonight," mm-hmm. and, and then he, yeah. And I'm I'm sure it came down to with them more than anything like, you know, the content that she was posting, and she was just like, "Well, I just want to give fans like a look at my life and you know some different thing." I'm like. Ba- a hell of a look. Basically, yeah. basically, she was trying to, to she was trying to paint a picture that she's just like doing what she normally does around the house and just filming it. I mean, it's very possible she might just walk around naked a lot. If I was that hot, I sure as fuck would. Oh, right. yeah. but at the same time, I'd be, I'd be, I have my my house would just be nothing but mirrors. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, full like American yeah. Psycho. Right. I'd be like I'd fuck that. But then at the same time, she's like rubbing on herself and like simulating like you know oral with her fiance and like different things like that so it's like okay it's one thing to give fans a a look at your life well no it's for me it's for for, for me it's not a problem i guess but for but i can see for the company that she works for wanting to present this pg image and and you know more of a a family-friendly image i could see how that would be a problem for them (laughs) i mean let's let's just go back a year's time to when Ember Moon was still part of NXT, and allegedly they came down and told the women of NXT they need to be sexier like Mandy. To me, if I was Mandy, I would take that as like, cool, they want me to be as sexy as possible to be successful. So but, A plus B equals titties. But there, but there's a far difference between dressing provocatively and like maybe taking the pictures with the title belts like she did and then just like full fledged like masturbating on camera. <laughs> I mean she never masturbated on camera. <laughs> yeah, there was I, I remember seeing a video where you couldn't see it because her her like underwear was on, but her hand was inside moving around. So yeah, she kinda I, did. <laughs> she she implied. I don't know if I would say it was implied masturbation. <laughs> Yes, implied masturbation. It's like implied nudes, but instead of implied masturbation, there's the other title that of your might show. Be title. <laughs> implied yeah. masturbation. Um, but I don't know. I feel like if you're cool with one of your employees getting naked and just put, draping a title belt over themselves on Instagram, then I feel like that's that's on you for not setting the expectation of like, listen, we're cool with this, but you kind of that like that's the line in the sand. But if they didn't know about it though, like that they don't know she's crossing that line because again, it wasn't see how, it but, wasn't but, anything but, she like, advertised. How's this, how's this any different? How's this any different than like women in the past have done Playboy? 
But that was a different time, though. Like that was in the '90s when that was acceptable. It was a, they were gearing towards a different audience at that point in time. Like that, and was even the, then, they keep bringing back these women from the past who were part of that era, who were in bra and panties matches and stuff. You think little Timmy isn't gonna go Google Lita, Lita and see her half fucking naked? Live sex show? Yeah, veg. Where her teddy just popped out live on Raw? But that's that's different when that's something that they're contracting them to do and they're paying them to do that and. Again, it was a different time. But I'm just saying, if, if that problem is the optics of they're afraid of the Google search, then they've already then they shouldn't be bringing them back because the nostalgia pop for Lita and Trish wouldn't be worth the someone googling it and seeing someone getting mad that little Timmy found Lita's titties on the internet versus Mandy, who actually had something to bring to the but, table. But at even that point. but she even was elevating those, the show. But even in those but, moments, Lita's titties were covered. Not in the live sex show. There's literally a point where Edge actually pulls I, the covers down. Her titty is out. Yeah, that that's an accident, but you have to dig pretty far Still to happen. find that. Plus, Ric Flair's been doing free OnlyFans <laughs> in bars for 25 to 30 years. So Yeah, I mean, this I motherfucker know. put his dick in people's hands, and he's still employed. Yeah. Uh, I don't care how much of a mark for him Triple H is, like... the. I don't know. There's a oh lot of double God. standards, is all I'm saying. There is, there is, and 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 that's the thing. Like I, and I, I don't know, but that's the thing, and that's speculation. Maybe, maybe it was just more of the breach of contract that she was making all this money from the stream off of her name because it was Mandy Rose Sachs. So they, she, they they lift they lifted that though. They when Vince left, they allowed everyone to like reinstate their Twitch channels and stuff like that. But that's I, I. But that's that's still an, that's an alternate stream but, that they're gaining from their notoriety uh, notoriety from being in WWE. Uh, it's I the did, same concept. The only difference is she's got her titties out and can make more I money than AJ can. They, I didn't know they lifted that, or I didn't know mm-hmm. that they. Well, are they allowed to monetize it though, or are they just allowed yeah. to have it? No, that was the problem is they weren't allowed to have it because it was monetization. Yeah. So they they lifted that when Vince was booted. Because I haven't seen AJ back gaming and dudes hurt. So I mean, you'd think he'd be you'd think he'd be home uh, using his Twitch. Maybe channel. He's, maybe he just like fuck it, I don't want to do it anymore. Once once he was done with it, he was like, eh, oh well. Because or... I honestly, other than up up down down, I don't know of any other WWE stars that do anything on Twitch or anything like that right I now. I thought Selena still did. I don't know. I haven't. Seen, I have. I guess I haven't. Because a lot of times people would post stuff. Because she hers. did. I think Dakota Kai still does. But Selena, um, I thought had that in her contract when she came back that she she could keep that. That would be real weird for them to to play Daco- favorites like that. Dakota, someone that Dakota not do does with. stuff on up up down down too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I and, don't. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Allegedly, everything I heard was almost like very quickly after Vince was gone they lifted that and they were allowed to go back to to twitch or whatever yeah i don't know know. well um i don't have anything else for this week's show do you guys have anything else you want to talk about bring up anything i missed uh possibly skipped over no i've run out of implied masturbation jokes so uh, i guess it's time to close the store all right awesome all right well hey thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show hopefully you enjoyed it We'll be back on next Thursday. You can join us live on twitch.tv slash gimmick minute. You can also check us out on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash gimmick minute. Um, what are you saying? What are you guys doing? Nothing. Nothing. Doing just, just, literally just, just looking at each other.
You guys are up to fucking something. You guys made, you, get, you guys started a game while I was gone, and now when I'm not, because I can't look at you and look at the camera at the same time. So you guys are doing something while I'm looking at the camera. What are you talking, what are you talking about? about? I'm just leaning here. Obviously, I'm gonna go back and watch and find out what it is later. You know, I'm okay. going to, but no, you're not. You'll forget. No, you'll do it later. Well, I'll at least I usually listen. <laughs> I usually listen to the show. <laughs> it's a good thing that we were silent. Yeah. But deadly. That'd be our tag team name, Silent But Deadly. Oh, yeah. And their finish would be just fart in your mouth. Ah! <laughs> fuck! <laughs> no, we do a... We do our own version of the 3D, but instead of, like, you catching them in the cutter, you, like, just jump up and put your ass in their face. Yeah. More like, more like a, a fame-asser. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll call it the turd cutter. The turd cutter. Ooh, I like it.